Welcome to Andre and the Crew Podcast. I am your host, Andre, and there is no crew members this week. They are very busy this week with work, basically work. So that's fine. Uh, Shout out to Ray Ray. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to Thomas. Still waiting on you, brother. Can't wait till you come back on the podcast. And next week, I'm not too for sure. We'll worry about next week, next week. But today's edition of the podcast, we are taking back to wrestling. It's been a very, very long time since we talked about wrestling here on this pot on this platform. The last time we talked about wrestling, if I'm not mistaken, it was me and Thomas's WrestleMania Dream card that we made. That was probably back in I think that's I think it was December that I was looking at. I think it was December. If not, y'all can go back. Find it, listen to it. Always great to listen to some wrestling. I think before then we did our greatest Undertaker, uh, top 20 greatest Undertaker matches that we had. And I have something special for our one year anniversary on July. It was just like July 4th or so. But y'all don't have to worry about it. Y'all, 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 y'all find out. Y'all find out. But outside of that, I haven't really talked about wrestling that much. I've been trying, I've been trying to get back into it. Because last year's COVID really took me out of wrestling really heavily. It's because with no fans in the attendance, I felt like everything was like a filler. Basically, like it's happening, but it's not as important. A lot of matches got canceled. Uh, Storylines got changed and things like that. And it's been it was a very weird year. I know wrestling wise and then real real world it was also played a major factor into everything. So, just this year, I've been trying to keep up with wrestling. I watched the World Rumble this year. I watched WrestleMania Night 1, I want to say, this year. I don't think I watched Night 2. I think I watched the main event of Night 2, which was Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryant, triple threat match. Seen that. And other than that, I was trying to keep up with Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. I basically cut Raw out of my program watching because it's been really horrible to watch a lot of storylines don't make any sense but to complain about that that'll, that'll be a later edition where i go deep dive into the rosters of raw and smackdown and nxt eventually over to aew uh, i'm catching a little bit of aew here and there but not a lot impact wrestling i haven't watched in years i've been trying to get back into it but i might be a little too late to do it Ring of Honor, I never can catch Ring of Honor. New Japan Pro Wrestling, I don't even know where to find the wrestling uh, to watch it. I think you have to go to their website. So basically, it's been a lot. You know, been a lot going on. So far, I've been watching, uh, I think the latest thing of wrestling I have been watching is Ring of Honor's greatest matches of all time of the companies, which is like a nine hour, <laughs> it's like nine hours of great wrestling from that pro uh, from that promotion i've been watching a little i've been watching i've been watching nxt that's the main show i've been really watching has been nxt more than anything week on a week-to-week basis but i think as of right now i think i'm like three four weeks behind so i can't say i'm up to date with nxt all the way i think the last thing i've seen from nxt was bronson reed winning the north american championship from johnny gargano so that was like three four weeks ago so i'm that behind that's my fault but Today, outside of just talking about wrestling, I found an article on Comic Bond by Connor Casey. 
This was on June 9th of 2021. It says seven matches that could make WWE SummerSlam bigger than WrestleMania 37. So just in case you guys did not know, this year WWE will be returning uh, to Las Vegas August 21st. And WWE wants it to be just as big or even bigger than WrestleMania 37 from this year back in April where they have fans, of course. Las Vegas just opened up 100% uh, capacity, so if you are going to Las Vegas, thought about going to Las Vegas, or if you're on your way to Las Vegas while you're listening to this, which, that's what's up. Shout out to you. Uh, they are open 100%, so no more masks. Have fun. Have fun, because I'm eventually I'm, I'll be there. Eventually I'll get there. <laughs> but, um, with WWE trying to make WrestleMania, uh, SummerSlam bigger than WrestleMania 37 this year, uh, he put seven was it seven matches? I said seven matches that couldn't make WrestleMania uh, couldn't make it bigger. So let's go down to each of these raw, uh, each of these matches. And I'm not gonna. There's no like the article is really short, so going into details is not anything necessary. But I'm gonna start at the very bottom of this list instead of the very top. The top has the big numbers, big 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 things, and then the bottom one kind of ended off kind of weird, quite honestly. So here he said for the United States Championship, Sheamus defends versus AJ Styles. Now at this moment, AJ Styles is in a tag team with the bodyguard, almost, almost, I don't know his name like that, but they're in like, they had the tag team titles last time I checked. So I'm assuming he's telling to, for them to drop the tag team titles, AJ Styles go back to being a singles wrestler. And he, and he challenges Sheamus for the championship. Problem is with that, Sheamus right now is a heel. And AJ Styles right now is technically a heel. So, or is he a babyface? I don't know what he is. I think he's a heel still. So you're talking about dropping those titles and putting this match up on there. Quite honestly, I'm good on that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see Sheamus versus AJ Styles for the U.S. championship. If I had a pick for Sheamus to defend his championship against, it would have to be Keith Lee. Making his return back to the company here soon, hopefully. And Keith Lee makes his return. And he bodies a little bit of the wrestlers here. And then step up to Sheamus to challenge Sheamus for the United States Championship. I think that'd be great. The return of um, Keith Lee's original glory. Um, Bastard in his glory entry would be awesome too. Along with his ring attire. Because I don't know what that was wearing, what he was wearing. I was like, whoa. Beta suits and stuff. No thank you. And I think Sheamus versus Keith Lee would be a better matchup, and it would be hard-hitting. That could be the opening to SummerSlam. And for AJ Styles, uh, for SummerSlam this year, he really doesn't have anybody for him to really go against that I can know of outside of like him and almost being a tag team still. But if they're not in, a, if they're not tag team champions still by August, which is about two months away, they're still not tag team champions. Then. AJ Styles versus question mark on the card. I have no clue, quite honestly. This would be a good time for them to maybe call up somebody. Maybe bring back a wrestler or somebody. I'm not too for sure. Maybe AJ Styles versus Bray Wyatt. Wyatt has been MIA since WrestleMania or the night after WrestleMania. Big, or something like that. So, I'm not too for sure what you do with AJ Styles on a SummerSlam card. If he's not a tag team champion, he's a single wrestler again. Because before the tag team stuff even happened, he was just floating, you know, 
He was just floating on the Raw roster, which is horrible since AJ Styles is one of the best in-ring performers in the whole world. And yeah, yeah, I didn't know what to do with this man. It's, it's crazy. So instead of, uh, so the stead of Sheamus versus AJ Styles, let's do Sheamus versus Keith Lee for the United States Championship. The next one I see on here, it is the Raw and Tag Team Championships. The Usos versus RK Bro. So from what I'm getting from this one is that uh, RK Bro, which is Riddle and Randy Orton, who has become a tag team, they take the titles off of AJ Styles almost, costing them to split for whatever reason. Why would they split up? I have no clue. And then the Usos on SmackDown take the titles off of the Mysterios, who's just got the tag team titles. They take the titles off of them, and then these two teams collide at SummerSlam. And from what I'm seeing from his article, he's talking about unifying the tag team title, uh, unifying the championships together. Uh, that's going to be another topic I'm going to have to talk about is WWE's brand split. Is it time to end it? What's the problems with it? And things like that. If anything, that could be next week's edition if they're still, if the crew members are still busy. Because we have a list of stuff to talk about already. But if they're busy next week, then I will definitely dive into the WWE brand split and why it was bad or why it's good, etc., etc. But I'm not fond of you to uh, you and fighting tag team titles championships if they're still keeping a Raw versus SmackDown brand type deal, which I know they're loosely doing it. So far, they've been they've been doing pretty good having them on their own brand. But for them just to go at it and unify the tag team titles, I can't get behind that at this moment. And not with these two teams either. Like the Usos just got back teaming together. Jimmy and Jay just did. They don't they only have like what two matches underneath their belts together since uh the Reigns Empire since the head of the table story uh storyline's been going on. And RK Bro just basically started teaming up like I think what a couple weeks ago. Or a month ago or so. I, I don't remember by now. So to hurry up and push these two tag teams together. Take the titles off of the defending champions right now. Who are both fresh still. I guess not AJ Styles almost. Let me see. April, May, June. Two months from, from Styles and almost. And then the Mysterios literally just won the tag team titles. And just to hurry up and take them off of them. Just to put it on the Usos and RKO Bro. And then hurry up and push those two into a feud. I, that's not that's not good book writing, you know. That wouldn't make WrestleMania bigger. I mean, that wouldn't make SummerSlam bigger than than WrestleMania because of the unification tag team title matches, you know. Both of these teams are pretty hot at the moment, and the mistake would be to slap the titles on them just for them to go at it. Because at this point in time, if the Usos do decide to take the titles off of the uh, Mysterios, they need to be having, they need to be a very dominating tag team on SmackDown. And while RK Bro has the makings of like Team Hell No, Rock and Sock Connection, things like that, <clears throat> they shouldn't be losing a match at SummerSlam either. Even, both teams should be, if anything, they could be on the card against their own opponents and get those wins. But to put these two against each other, I no, I'm sorry. That's enough for me, dog. So right now you're zero and two. This is not. This is not what's up. This is not what's up. I'm not agreeing to this. Next one up, it is the United. It's the NXT UK Championship. Finn Balor versus Walter. 
Now, last year, before all the COVID stuff started happening or whatever, they were building towards Finn Balor versus Walter. I believe that was last year or 2019. Pretty sure it was last year. They was building towards, they had a few going on with Finn Balor and Walter. Uh, the Imperium, which is Walter's group, attacked the Finn Balor. Finn Balor went to war against them guys. She showed, he showed up in NXT UK. He started uh, making his way towards Walter. So it was eventually going to be a head course between the Prince and Walter. And then the COVID happened and that canceled those plans out and cut that off altogether. So now he's saying instead of <clears throat> instead of being at an NXT TakeOver event, to so put it on SummerSlam. Now, the thing is, WWE, when it comes to SummerSlam, SummerSlam is going to be mostly for the main roster card. I say main roster like NXT ain't a main roster. I apologize. But I don't, this would not be the show to do it. Here's the reason why. Here's many reason why. First of all, time. In my personal opinion, if you're gonna bring in a match like this, Catable, who can main that will main that can main event any NXT takeover, NXT in UK takeover, because the fans know the both both fans on the UK side and the NXT side, they're fans of both of these wrestlers. They know the stories behind them. They're dominating matches and things like that. And that that's easily a takeover main event. This that's easily twenty to thirty minutes off top. WWE SummerSlam. Sorry, but a lot of fans sit on their hands a lot when they look at NXT wrestlers like that because WWE really don't highlight them as much, which sucks. But it is what it is. So for Finn Balor, he will get a nice warm reception from the crowd. But Walter, on the other hand. He'll be met with the same thing that fans do normally, which would be, who is this guy coming out to the ring? Why should we care? Who is this fat guy? Whatever. And not realize he's one of the most dominating forces in the, on the main on the rosters right now. Because a lot of the fans who does watch WWE, they mostly watch a lot of casual fans, I should say. Fans who don't go into NXT, NXT UK and things to watch the program. They only watch Raw and SmackDown and the pay-per-views. They don't know, they normally don't know who these wrestlers are. That's why you still, if you can go on the internet today, you can still see them tomorrow. Oh, oh they're not big names, so they're not Raw and SmackDown. Oh, they do cool, but they're not main eventing pay-per-views and stuff. You know, that's still a mindset, because WWE has pushed that mindset for so many years. So the fact that you're thinking that putting this UK Championship on SummerSlam would be the right course, it, it wouldn't be because, like I said, fans are not, they don't understand the storyline. They don't understand the, the wrestlers involved. They know Finn Balor because he's been on the main roster. But they don't know Walter. Why is, why is what's, what's going on with that outside of, okay, Walter and his group jump Finn Balor. Cool. But it's like, it goes more than that, though. You know, this is a chance that Finn Balor's trying to dethrone the longest reigning defending NXT UK champion. Over, what, 700 days? 700, I don't even know how many days he's champion, but he's been champion for a very long time. So it's more of a war thing. So I would say no. And instead, I, I wouldn't even do. Uh, there's at this point in time, there's no there's at no point at this point in time. I don't know. I'm messing up at this point in time. There's no reason for NXT or NXT UK titles to be defended on SummerSlam until they're more incorporated with the main rosters. If you know what I'm saying, when I say more incorporated, where 
WWE themselves have to make it where NXT's on the same exact level as Raw and SmackDown. It's because you put them on the USA Network does not mean that they are just as important as the Raw and SmackDown brands. Right now, they're just getting more exposure to fans if they wanted to watch NXT, if they wanted to do. If they don't want to, which I see a lot of fans don't, it's not, it's that, it doesn't help the, the brand out at all. But going forward, if they wanted if to, to get this, I know last year, or two, no, 2019, was it last year? No, 2019, they did the NXT Raw and SmackDown thing. That was a nice exposure for the NXT brand because the big names of NXT actually got on the main roster to showcase what they can do. Adam Cole, Ralph Souls, Seth Rollins, and I think Daniel Bryan on Raw and SmackDown. He was killing it. NXT came through Survivor Series, showcased their skill sets. But at the same time, most fans will look at it as, oh, okay, so these are the people that can't come up to the main roster. Can't wait till they see that they're on a main roster doing this instead of the NXT brands, you know. And then NXT UK really didn't get too much involved into the storylines, which would have made NXT more OP than anything. But whatever. So I'm going to have to say no until... That's incorporated. That, that, I would definitely go deep, more deep dive into the NXT brand when I talk about the WWE brands being split. So once we, uh, once I do that, and then um, once I do that, eventually, because that's on my list. Once I do that, then y'all understand what I'm trying to say. So zero and three, it's not helping. Next up, <clears throat> SmackDown Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, Part Two. Sure, I wouldn't say. If anything, it would have to capture the exact same magic that they did in night one of WrestleMania. Because night one, they main evented night one and they put on a fantastic match. Good match, good match, fantastic match. But to do a part two, <clears throat> you have to do more than that. I don't know what you have to do, but you have to do more than that. I know, I think right now Sasha Banks is filming a movie or the TV show, the, uh, the Star Wars TV show. Y'all know who I'm talking about, the Mandarin Whatever, whatever the name is. I think she's doing that. So whenever she does come back, we will expect to see a rematch between the two. So we'll, I'm, I'm good with it. That's fine. It'll just be a copy and paste. So that's still not bigger than WrestleMania. At this moment of time, nothing, none of these matches are bigger than WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Next up, it's not even a match. It's just a statement. It's uh, Becky Lynch's returns. Not going to happen. In my personal opinion, Becky Lynch should make her return during the Women's Royal Rumble match. Another thing I'm going to have to go into. I have a lot of wrestling things to get into. Y'all going to start seeing a lot. So I'm going to start posting. When I start posting them up, it's going to be wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. It's going to be nonstop. Y'all going to be like, dang, can he talk about something else in wrestling? No, I can't. Nonstop wrestling. That's what y'all get for the next. You know what? Forget this. This is what y'all get for the next three months is nonstop wrestling. I'm just kidding now. But um, even when she makes her return, she's not going to be wrestling. Her just coming out to say, I'm back. That's it. She's not going to be it. No, that's not going to happen. She's probably in ring. See, he's like, uh, they think she's in wrestling shape. She probably is. But that doesn't mean she's mentally prepared to get back into the ring after having her baby. So that's why I always say Royal Rumble time. That's the best time to do it. She makes her return at the Royal Rumble. She don't have to win or nothing. No, thank you. But making her return in the World Rumble match, getting some nice eliminations before she gets eliminated to start a WrestleMania feud with whoever eliminates her. Uh, I think Becky Lynch 
what would be great would be a Becky Lynch returns in the Royal Rumble match. Let's say she returns at about, what, number 20 or something. Dominates up until 25. Ronda Rousey makes her return. And Ronda Rousey be the one that throws out Becky Lynch and set up a WrestleMania rematch between a match between her and Becky Lynch. That'll be good for the women's division. I'm going I'm getting off topic. But that'd be good for the women's division. See, that's another thing I'm talking. See, like I said, y'all gonna get some months. I'm telling y'all, I'm gonna dedicate a whole month. Watch, I'm gonna get y'all. Ain't gonna be a whole month. It's gonna be random. It's gonna be an everyday week. No, <laughs> but her making her return does not make it bigger than WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't that doesn't push the needle for me. All right, final two matches on here for the WWE Championship: Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Definitely yes. That will always be the biggest dream matches of all time. Why is because when Bob, when Brock Lesnar debuted in WWE back in 2002, he was such a dominating force in the WWE. That man, they slapped a rocket on that man. That man skyrocketed. He debuted the night after WrestleMania and was WWE was the WWE champion at SummerSlam that quick. That man was a monster, king of the ring, Royal Rumble winner for two years. They they pushed Brock Lesnar. As the face of the company for two plus years, for two years, two deep years of Brock Lesnar being the absolute best wrestler, the absolute best thing to come from the WWE. I'm talking about Hulk Hogan put him over, The Rock put him over, Stone Cold would have put him over if they have more proper look to their match on that Monday Night Raw. Horrible, horrible decision. That was bad. Uh, <laughs> forgot who else the. I said Undertaker. I'm pretty sure I said Undertaker. But all these wrestlers was putting over Brock Lesnar because he was a freak athlete. He was a fantastic in-ring competitor. And then he was just at that absolute peak version of him. But his peak version, he left at he left way he, he left at his absolute peak, which was like, dang, dude, what are you doing, Brock? And when Brock left in 04, it was about a year later in 05 that Bobby Lashley came onto the scene. And then Bobby Lashley, he's like a very dominating force, man. He felt like the same dominating force with Brock Lesnar, except for some odd reason. I still have no idea about that. They didn't strap the rocket on Bobby Lashley like they did Brock Lesnar. I think they should have. But I understand during that time of the Ruthless Aggression era, another subject we don't have to talk about. During the Ruthless Aggression era, after Brock Lesnar left the company, there was no Lesnar. There was no Rock. And there was no Austin during this time period. And Hulk Hogan's old tail was moving out the spotlight. Thank God, 2.0. After a lot of those stars and names that they brought over, a lot of them was out of their primes. And a lot of them was like just getting some money. No disrespect to Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Not Scott Hall. Scott Steiner, Kevin Nash, Goldberg. Can't stand them still. Those WCW star names were coming over to the WWE at different time periods, which it was kind of was kind of weird because it's like slowly but surely they made they they was all Raw superstars too. Kevin Nash returns to Raw, feud with Triple H over the World Heavyweight Championship. Scott Steiner comes through. I think he actually won the World Heavyweight Championship. I feel like he won it. He might not have won it. Who knows? Feud with Triple H over the World Championship. Then he got pushed down. I think Kevin Nash got hurt or something, but he wasn't there for too long. Goldberg, same thing. He comes in. Comes in, I think he came in for like a full year, and that was it. Goldberg did not stay too long. He stayed for a year, I think. He won the world championship. Everybody knows he's a horrible entering wrestler. I still don't like him. And then once those wrestlers left, and then Brock Lesnar left too, we was left 
WWE got left in the um basically their best their star pupil and Brock Lesnar just left them for nothing. And then once he left, WWE at that time really didn't have the superstar powers that they had for those years. I mean, yes, Triple H and the veterans were there. We know, we know about those guys. We know about those guys. And they had to help carry that company. When John Cena comes up, he helped carry that company. See, that's that like I said, that's ruthless aggression talk though. We'll talk about that uh soon too. But with that being said, Bobby Lashley never got that strap like Lesnar did. Because they didn't I guess they, I guess I don't know. He he stayed until two thousand eight, I wanna say, or oh seven. Oh seven, oh eight. I know he got hurt in the match against Mr. Kennedy. I know I don't know if y'all remember that name, Mr. Kennedy. They had a match and he got hurt. And after that, he was no longer with WWE. After a while, he just ended up leaving, and he ended up making his return. And he ended up doing MMA, MMA, and then he went to TNA wrestling for a little bit. And he was trying to do both at the same time, but he never got that strap on like that. He they sent him over to the that ECW brand, the rebranded ECW WWE ECW brand, and they slapped the ECW championship on him. But it's not the same, you know. It's not the same. It's not the same as holding the WWE Championship or the World Heavyweight Championship during that time frame. And what made it uh, what, what what made it realistic for me about that championship and about that brand that put a nail on the coffin to that is that when Undertaker won the 07 Royal Rumble and he was facing him, I was like, oh, you got to pick your opponent for WrestleMania. It's going to be John Cena in the WWE Championship. It's going to be Bobby Lashley in the ECW Championship or Batista, the World Heavyweight Championship. When I'm taking Bobby Lashley looking face-to-face and I looked at the ECW Championship as an option, I said, ew, that don't look right. That doesn't even feel like an Undertaker choice. It's either the WWE Championship or the World Heavyweight Championship. That's it. But like I said, that's ruthless aggression talk. But whenever Bobby Lashley came back to the company... Two years ago, that's in 2019, I think, 18 or 19, they didn't, once again, didn't strap the championship on him. The man had a, a great run in TNA. TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Lashley was on a whole different level. If you did not see any of his matches in TNA, I'll definitely say you need to go check that man out because that man was on, uh, man was the greatest. It, it felt like he was a world champion in TNA. Ironically, TNA is another topic we'll have to talk about. There's a lot of topics we'll have to talk about on this wrestling stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I know y'all going to eat it up because y'all love it. But whenever he came into the company, I was expecting, hey, slap that rocket ship on Bobby Lashley, you know, correct, correct your wrong, you know. I mean, I'll wait a little bit, you know, let him win the United States Championship again. And then after that, slap on that rocket and let him take a championship off of somebody. But that didn't happen until this year, which I'm glad it happened because from his debut and teaming with Leo Rush all the way up until WWE Championship, that was a crazy run for Bobby Lashley. But I'm glad he's on top. So if we could get Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, I'll be all for it. The storyline almost worked right itself, you know. Bobby Lashley, you just want you just the you just wanted to be a black lesser version of Brock Lesnar, who's the most dominating force, and you wish he was the same dominating force as him. That's a feud right there. Bam. MVP versus Paul Heyman on the mic. Lashley and Lesnar 
putting on whatever match possible. I don't even care about the match itself. It's just the match happening, you know. Uh, they can incorporate some MMA fighting if they want to. They both got the background for it. That'll be great. All that for a champion. That right there, that match, if that match was announced, that's bigger than that. That would make SummerSlam bigger than WrestleMania off the top of my head. That that, that match right there will literally... It's the match that every wrestling fan will love to see. It's one of those matches that I feel like we're never going to get. But if we ever did get it, it'll be fantastic. It's on the same level as Sting versus Undertaker type level. You know what I'm saying? John Cena versus Stone Cold. CM Punk versus Stone Cold for some of us during the early 2011 years when CM Punk was at the absolute top of his peak when it comes to that microphone skills and his popularity. It's one of those levels type of hype. And Lashley versus Lesnar is a match that we have to get. There's hopefully Lesnar's not done. He actually comes back and he wrestles against Bobby Lashley because that would be perfect. That's a perfect retirement career, Bobby uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, you probably ain't gonna never listen to this podcast. Y'all get this this man right now. Brock Lesnar, it writes itself. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, WWE Championship, main event, SummerSlam, main event, WrestleMania. <laughs> One or the other. I want it both. I want to. I want to see it ten times. Let's get it. Get that. We got three matches with Bobby Brock Lesnar versus Triple H. We can't get three matches of Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. We have to sit here and watch Goldberg spear Brock Lesnar fifteen times. I can't get a Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Anyway, but that is a match bigger than that match right there alone is bigger than anything that WrestleMania thirty seven can come up with. And I would say that with nothing but facts. Yes, to Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. And finally, the last one on here. This is a this one right here is a big, big rumor that they're trying to do. It is for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. The last time these match happened, it was back in 2017. If y'all don't remember, but y'all can get on uh, YouTube and take a look at the Cena versus Reigns promo that they did. But it was... Pretty solid. Pretty solid promo. It was really good. It's not something like for Bobby for not Bobby Lash, for uh Roman Reigns side, it was everything we people already said about John Cena. You can't wrestle, you do this, 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 blah, blah, blah. That was that that's I didn't care for. The Cena part of uh I gotta keep coming back because you can't do your job part now. That that was epic. I was like, oh, 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 we throwing shot shots, huh, Cena? That's what I'm talking about underneath the, yeah. Because it, it did feel like that during that time period, you know. John Cena returns. Like, okay, why is John Cena back again for? What was what, 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 what he doing? This should be done and over with. We got new people to play. And he's in this field with Roman Reigns. He's like, yeah, I keep coming back because you can't do your job and you'd be disrespectful to the championships and stuff. I'm like, yo, is this background stuff? What's what, is this background information we're getting from Cena? What's happening here? That was in 2017. We're in 2021 with the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. We had a great heel, Roman Reigns. We had the we got the Roman Reigns who I'm about to whoop. Every, I'm about to whoop your tail. You really think this is a fantasy world? This is reality. I own all this around here. This is my table. I said that. That right there, and then Cena trying to come back. See, the thing is, for Cena, I would love for Cena to... If Cena does make his return to the WWE, SmackDown is a great option, actually, for John Cena, quite honestly, to be real with y'all. 
to be another opponent that Roman Reigns defeated, but Raw might need some star help too. Let's put the man on SmackDown. The man, the man made his career on SmackDown. You know, Raw was just second. <laughs> I know Raw is Smack, Raw is Cena, but whatever. Make make his return. Put him on SmackDown, and that could easily be a good. That right, that could easily. That's a great feud too that you can uh, push a little bit after SummerSlam. Because right now, Roman Reigns has already defeated Kevin Owens a couple, multiple times. He's beating Daniel Bryant, and he's beating Edge. Edge has not been seen since WrestleMania. I don't know what's going on with that. And he turned heel, too. I didn't I didn't understand that. I mean, for the match, okay, to an extent. But, you know, eh. and then Edge is gone right now. So that's another feud that Roman could go through. But at this moment of time, he doesn't have any legit opponents that will say, yeah, I can see Roman Reigns losing his championship to this person. He doesn't have that right now. And Cena coming in to help push a few with Roman Reigns for at least two months. You know, the SummerSlam and then the pay-per-view at the SummerSlam. That's about it. That's all Cena can be good for because after that, they'd be like, ah, all right, Cena, we're done with that. There is nobody that they've been pushing. And that's something I have to talk about, too. They let go way too many people. They let go Alistair Black. He should they could they should have kept Alistair Black. That was dumb. Hopefully they bring him back because that was dumb. Lose letting him walk. That was I mean fire him. That was stupid. WWE. That was real dumb. They like he came back. He's gonna start up. It's not he was about to start up a few with Big E. He was gonna be a heel. Okay, but I think I would have rather Alistair been a babyface a little bit, a tweeter. Maybe in that between faces, so then he could go after Roman Reigns in the championship eventually later on down this year. And that would have been awesome to watch, too. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I forgot about Cesaro, too. Cesaro lost to Roman, too. And then Shinsuke Nakamura, he uh, been, he you know, it like he was getting that big push. And then they just, like, completely said, nah, we good. That's embarrassing. They should, they should definitely push Shinsuke Nakamura. They brought back his old music. They had a guy that performing his songs out there that make it feel like we care. And then he's in a uh, crown feud with King Corbin. I'm off topic again. I apologize. That is another topic we're going to have to talk about, the brands. We, I would go deep down to these brands also. That's just a little bit. So, yeah, Cena versus Reigns, part two. What's this? Seventeen, four years apart from each other. Yeah, I, I could get down. I could get down with that. Bigger than WrestleMania, eh? It may it'll be interesting because we'll get uh this version of Roman Reigns versus whatever version of John Cena we could get. That that'll be fine. I I'd be fine with that. So out of the seven matches, only legitimately only two, and the third one was basically a copy and paste from WrestleMania 37 and uh. Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. So I don't really count that as a bigger than WrestleMania. So, so I would say out of three matches out of seven, eh, no. There's no way. I take that back. It's like 50-50 because Becky Lynch is just making her return. She's not wrestling in the match. He just put return. So no, I'm going to have to say no, Connor uh, Casey, I believe that's, that was your name. Yeah, you only have two matches I would say yes to. The third match is okay. I mean, I think that's predictable. And then the other three matches was that no, no, thank you. Not no, thank you to the NXT UK Championship. It's just it goes deeper than just putting that championship on SummerSlam. And then was the Becky Lynch was a no, thank you. They don't really well, or that doesn't matter type deal. The tag team titles, RK, 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 bro. 
versus the Usos is a no. And then AJ Styles versus Sheamus, that's a weird one. And definitely not weird. Like, it's weird for them to go up against each other because they're not involved with each other at this moment. That's just no for me. I'd rather be Keith Leaf. But send me, for everybody that's listening to this, if you're on Facebook, my name is Andre Green on Facebook. If you listen to the podcast and you want to give me your SummerSlam uh, SummerSlam card for this year that you personally, you built yourself or you think could happen, send those to me. You can message me. You can do Messenger or you can write me on the official Andre and the Crew podcast page. One or the other. That's fine. Message me the card. Let me see what you got. If you're on Twitter and you hear about this podcast, my Twitter is Andre Green 90, uh, 94 at Green 94 on Twitter. You can send me that too and tell me what you got for your poke chop. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely check out the podcasts. Like I said, if you're new and this is your first one you listen to, welcome. I've re- re- we've been recording for like forever uh, since last year. About it's almost been a year that we've been recording, and normally we record uh, once a week, and these get normally get uploaded on Sundays. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Check definitely check out the category. Uh, we this is a very we are very random on these podcasts. It stands from as you can tell wrestling to anime to real life uh, real life things to video games to everything you know we just talk we have ran- we have a, a nice long list of random things to talk about at every time and I'm always coming up with new new things to talk about every single week Man, I we ain't gonna ever run out of ideas on this podcast you know what I'm saying this is forever uh if you are on YouTube Andre Green is on YouTube. The logo of the Andre and the Crew podcast is the picture logo. And on there, I've been um, doing anime reviews. I haven't done one in a while. But anime reviews, I've done three of them so far. Three shows that I haven't... Three shows that I've watched. i watch watched a lot of anime, but there's only three of them that I reviewed and I posted up on YouTube. So they're really short. They're not that long like these podcasts are. So you can look up those. I have... Fantasy World, a part one and a part two, which is basically we did a Fantasy World sometime last year, I want to say. And when you take a look at it, it's going to be us talking in the back. It's talking, but the background will have pictures, stuff that relates to the podcast. For that, we I have the uh, my top 10 all-time NBA players per positions. I've done the point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and a center position will be uploaded eventually. I've just been lazy about it. I ain't gonna lie to you. That will be posted up eventually. But if you just want to listen to the uh for the for the YouTube style, I have the players picture. I have their averages, their career averages up up on the YouTube part. But if you don't care about that and you just want to listen to the um podcast itself, of course you can check uh check out the category of our podcast. And that's all uploaded. Everything out. Set the anime stuff. Anime stuff. Anime reviews will not be uploaded on the podcast strap form. That goes straight to YouTube. So if you wanted to see me, or if you want to hear a review of a random animes that you never heard of, or you're trying to watch or something, that goes directly to YouTube. That does not come on these platforms. Go directly to YouTube. That's the whole purpose of that. 
But that is it for this podcast. This is seven matches to make SummerSlam bigger than WrestleMania. Y'all will be hearing WWE Draft. Y'all will be hearing me eventually go through the rosters. I'll probably do that in the middle of the draft, maybe. So that might be a very long podcast. That might be a very long podcast. So prepare yourself for that. I will be talking about the Ruthless Aggression era one day. The Attitude era one day. The PG era. Impact Wrestling slash TNA Wrestling. My thoughts on indie wrestling probably all together. And other random stuff for wrestling related. So wrestling is making this return back to this platform to the podcast sooner than y'all think. Thank y'all. I appreciate the support y'all be giving us for almost a year now. And I'll catch y'all on the next one.